Our pick six is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's pick six on Laser 103.3. On this day in 1985, Megadeth released its debut album, Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good. Following his firing from Metallica in April of 1983, frontman Dave Mustaine found himself a free agent, but by early 1984 had already partnered up with bassist Dave Ellefson and drummer Lee Roush and started recording demos for what would ultimately become that first Megadeth album. Got a ton of respect for those guys, always have. Today I'm giving you my pick six Megadeth albums. Starting with number six, Endgame. Two words, Chris Broderick. As big a fan as I am of the lead guitar work the Marty Friedmans and Chris Polans of the world laid down on the albums they were a part of, Broderick brought a faster and more complex style to this 2009 collection that really cuts through. This was arguably Megadeth's strongest overall album since 1992's Countdown to Extinction on the strength of singles Head Crusher and The Right to Go Insane, plus deeper highlights including Dialectic Circus. At number five, so far, so good, so what? Sandwiched in between two Megadeth masterpieces, this 1988 release may as well have featured the secondary title of If It Ain't Broke, Don't Fix It. Continuing that thrashy punk feel of his predecessors, this eight-song album may not be the band's most commercially viable from an airplay and sales standpoint, but the instrumentation is dynamite, including the big highlight in My Darkest Hour, featuring one of Mustaine's all-time favorite self-penned solos. In at number four, Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good. No doubt Megadave had plenty of anger frustration and resentment to go around while writing the songs for his new band's debut album. And while there's no real concrete direction to this release and the production value is less than ideal, there was enough firepower here to make thrash fans sit up and pay close attention. Chris Poland's guitar work complements Mustaine's very well for a debut, and Gar Samuelson's drumming was on point. My only beef was the remixed re-releases. How many were there? About 15? And which one is best? Probably the 2018 edition, even though clearly there are re-recorded vocals in spots. Ranking number three, Countdown to Extinction. In stark contrast to what the band put out seven years prior, this 1992 collection featured crystal clear production, which resulted in a better overall listening experience, being able to hear all the instruments individually. No doubt that, along with the catchier hooks in songs like Symphony of Destruction and Sweating Bullets, were a big help in earning the band some serious radio and video airplay, which meant, of course, bigger album sales. This was Megadeth, arguably at their commercial peak. Coming in at number two, Peace Sells, But Who's Buying? I was tempted to put this one in the top spot. What an improvement from the debut, released just one year before this one. Improvements all around, from production to song structure to more dynamic and complex solos. Mustaine's talents as a lyric writer took a huge leap forward here as well. I'll explain why it's here and not number one in a bit. But one thing I will say about this particular album is that six of the eight tracks, my opinion, are absolute classics. Headlined, of course, by that Ellefson and Samuelson-led intro to the unforgettable title track. Down to the Megadeth album I believe to be their very best thus far. At number one, Rust in Peace. Nine songs, eight of which are absolute bangers with very little to complain about. Compared to the first three albums, everything was better on this 1990 release. Nick Menz's drumming, Mustaine and Marty 
Friedman's guitar solos, a better variety of lyrical subjects out of Mustaine. The production was the best of Megadeth's early thrash leanings. There's real power behind tunes like the opener, Holy Wars, The Punishment Due, Hangar 18, Tornado of Souls, among others. Truth be told, this ranks right up there with Master of Puppets and Rain and Blood for greatest thrash album of all time. I go back to this one time and time again as a measuring stick for the genre, even 33 years later. And that is my list today. Thoughts, opinions, please share. That was Andy Hall's Pick 6. Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick 6 is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.